Thank you all for your willingness to, to sacrifice and dedicate yourself to the cause of Christ. Well, I, I don't know what you've received from that so far, but I'll tell you, two major things I received. Number one is how blessed we are. How blessed we are. How much we have that we take for granted every single day. And the second thing that I was impressed with as we heard these testimonies and saw these videos today is that we really are the bridge. You know, our mission statement for those of you who are guests today uh, is to be God's bridge to all people, a span across the gap of where they are now to where God created them to be. And you know, that's not just some kind of a, a, a fancy mission statement for us here at the bridge. We live it. We live it every day, and we live it locally, and we live it around the world, because that's what we are called to be, is God's bridge. Do you know that you, in fact, are God's lifeline? You, you really are. God's eternal passion is to reach every human being with the gospel of Jesus Christ so that every human being can spend eternity with him. Peter wrote about it in his second New Testament letter, 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 9. He said, the Lord is not slow in keeping his promise. That promise that he's talking about is the second coming of Jesus Christ. Goes on to say, as some understand slowness, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. He wants everyone to hear about Jesus and have the opportunity to receive Jesus as his or her personal savior. Jesus reinforced God's eternal passion just before he ascended back up into heaven after his crucifixion and resurrection. Right before he went back to be with the Father until his second coming, Jesus made some remarks that were, were, the, were the same theme, different words, but the same themes on several occasions. Here in Matthew, we talk about what we call the Great Commission today to the entire church of Jesus Christ. And Jesus said this in Matthew 28, verses 19 20. He says, Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded. So, number one, he says to everyone, not just the disciples. Initially, it was them, but to every subsequent believer. He says, here is your challenge. You need to be my lifeline. I need you to be my representative throughout the whole world. You need to go and make, make disciples of all nations. And he gives us a promise with it. And he says, and surely I'm with you. I'm going to be with you in this. He said, even to the very end of the age, until I come back, this challenge, this commission will not be finished until I return. And he says, I'm going to be with you. I really will. His very last recorded words. In fact, right after he says these words, scripture says, he ascends up to be with the Father in heaven. Jesus says in Acts 1.8, you will receive what? Power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. We have the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit comes upon every man, every woman at the moment of their confession in Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. We are all filled with the Holy Spirit. And with that coming presence of the Holy Spirit, we are empowered by God. You have no idea how powerful you really are. Paul was trying to communicate that to believers in Ephesus. 
when in his New Testament letter under the, the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, he wrote in Ephesians chapter 1, verses 18 through 20, I pray also that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints and his incomparably great power for us who believe. Paul's saying this. He's like, he's like saying, I, I wish I could say it right. I wish I could help you understand how much power you have through the Holy Spirit who lives in you. He says, it's, it's incomparably a great power. How great is it? Well, he goes on to tell us. He says, that power is like the working of his mighty strength, which he exerted in Christ when he raised him from the dead. What kind of power do we have? We have that same power that God used to bring Jesus back from the grave to life again. In other words, we have the power to bring life to people. Now, it's not talking about going to the cemetery and raising up people who, who are dead. We're talking about spiritual power. God has given us a power and an influence and effectiveness that when we share the gospel, when we share the story of Jesus, he will empower it through the presence of the Holy Spirit in us and people will respond to it. And in essence, when we share the gospel and people respond to it, we are exerting the same power of life, of eternal life that God exercised when he brought Jesus back from the grave. Second, Peter, or Second Timothy chapter 1, verse 7 says, For God did not give us a spirit of timidity, but a spirit of power. Unfortunately, so many of us live in the first part of that verse. We live with a, with a spirit of timidity. We, we, we don't think we can do it. We don't think we have any power. We think that, not me, somebody else. Yeah, Billy Graham maybe. Yeah, the Apostle Paul maybe. But you know what? The same power that was in the Apostle Paul, the same power that was in Billy Graham is in me. It's in you. It's in every single believer. God has empowered you to be his witness. And that's what Acts 1 says. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses. Now we are empowered not to be superheroes, we are empowered to be witnesses of the gospel of Jesus Christ. He said, you'll be my witnesses. That's what you'll be. Not you can elect to, you can choose to. You are. That's who you are. That's who I've empowered you to be. And he says, in Jerusalem, that's where they were. That's the city they were. In Judea, that's the state that Jerusalem was in. Samaria, that's an interesting one. I don't have time to, 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 to get into today. But the Jews hated the Samaritans. The Samaritans hated the Jews. So he said, you even have the power to go to people that you don't like and don't like you. And then finally he says, to the ends of the earth. Now notice his commission is not, you can be my witnesses in Jerusalem or in Judea or in Samaria or to the ends of the earth. He says, it's all included. You're to be my witnesses in every one of those areas. You're to be my witnesses where you are. You're, you're to be my witnesses as you extend out in your maturity and in your, your, your circle of influence. You are to be my witnesses around the world. That's who you are. That's who you have been empowered to be by God. 
You are his lifeline. Now, how do we live that out? I got to give it to you really quick. It was, it was funny, almost funny this week. They kept coming, well, Pastor, we, we need to do this in the service, and we need this video, and we need to do this, and then we have this award, and we have baptism, and all this. And I got to, so, so you're leaving me time to read the daily bread today. That's what I'm getting, right? So, so anyhow, real quickly, I want to give you your commission. I want to tell you what, what God wants you to do, and he has empowered you to do. First, he's empowered you to go. He's empowered you to go be a missionary. Now, that means everywhere we go and everything we do. When we go to work later, we should go in with a missionary spirit that God has sent us there to, to be ambassadors for him. But since we're talking about world missions today, you should go be a missionary. In Acts 16, verse 9, it says, during the night, Paul had a vision of a man in Macedonia, that's Greece, standing and begging him, come over to Macedonia and help us. The next verse says, Paul immediately got up and he went to Macedonia. He followed the, 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 the leading of the Lord. You know, maybe when earlier, when you were looking at some of these videos of South Africa and Malawi, and that maybe that same voice came to you and said, I want you to go to South Africa next time. I want you to go to Malawi next time. Maybe when you see our Ecuador team report, you know, I want you to go to Ecuador. I, I, I want you to go to Haiti. And, and God is calling you. So there's someone over there that, that you need to be the bridge to. You, you, you need to be my bridge to. And so maybe God is speaking to you today. And right now even, he's saying, you know, after this service, you go out to the patio and you check out some of the upcoming bridge missions trips because I'm going to touch your heart. I want you to go on one of them. Now, some of you here are still young enough in life that God may actually call you to be a missionary. He might say, you know, I want you to go to this country. I want you to go to this land. I want you to go to this culture. And God will empower you and equip you to go. But the first step is go. Don't just sit back and think about it. Don't consider it. Go, be active. Go be God's ambassador. You will be much more successful at it than you think because he has empowered you to succeed. Second is pray. Colossians 4 verses 2 through 4 says this, devote yourself to prayer, being watchful and thankful. Now that's just all the time. That's what he's saying. He says you should always be a person of prayer. He says, but he goes on to say, and pray for us too. Who is us? Paul and his other missionary colleagues. Pray for us too that God may open a door for our message so that we may proclaim the mystery of Christ for which I am in chains. Pray that I may proclaim it clearly as I should. Oftentimes, either in emails or in direct communication with, with missionaries that, that I know and I've had interaction with, and I've asked them, what can we do? What can we do? What, 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 what impact can we help you have on your field? And without any exception, it's not, well, you know, we could use a little bit more money or, you know, we can dig a well or we can build a couple more, you know. They always say, pray for us. Pray for us. That's what we need. Pray for us. In 2 Thessalonians 3, verses 1 through 2, Paul says, Finally, brothers, pray. 
pray for us. Again, he's a missionary to the Gentiles. Pray for us that the message of the Lord may spread rapidly and be honored just as it was with you. And pray that we may be delivered from wicked and evil men, for not everyone has faith. Do you know that some of the missionaries we support right here at the bridge serve God in lands that if the governments of that land knew that that's what they were doing, they would be arrested, maybe tortured, maybe killed for the cause of Christ? See, we need to pray for our missionaries who God has called and they have answered that call and they've given up the life that we live in luxury and comfort all the day and they go to foreign lands and they live that culture, they live that lifestyle because God has called them to do it and some of them at extreme peril to their own life and their families. See, we, 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 we need to pray. On the back side of your sermon note page, as some of you are using right now, is a list of all our missionaries here at the bridge that we support. I, I'm putting out the call today, more than we have ever in the past, let's pray for these people. That's their number one request, that we pray for them. You know why? Because God has promised to empower prayer. God answers prayer. It's not an exercise in futility. He hears our prayers, and he answers our prayers. And these wonderful, amazing servants of the Lord need our prayers. Maybe there's, there's four columns. Maybe you'll take those in one column and pray for them one week, and in, in the next column the next week, and next one the next week. Maybe you want to pray for them every day because God has given you the gift of prayer. But let's commit to pray for these amazing servants of the Lord. Finally, give. We can all give to the cause of missions. Jesus said in Luke 16, 9, use worldly wealth to gain friends for yourself so that when it's gone, you will be welcomed into eternal dwellings. Basically saying this, he's saying, use some of your money to make friends for yourself so that when you get to heaven, you're gonna be welcomed in by them. Now, what does that mean? Here's what Jesus is saying. During this life, we should use a portion of our wealth, our financial resources, to have an impact in world's missions. He said, here's what your experience should be when you get to heaven one day. You should get to heaven, and people ought to be running up to you and just throwing their arms around you and saying, oh, I've been waiting for you to get here. I wanted to hug you, and I wanted, I wanted to thank you. And, and you're going to look, and you're going to say, well, who are you? And they're going to say, I know you don't know me because we've never met. But you know what? You gave to support missionary so-and-so. And missionary Smith came to my village, came to my city, and told us about Jesus. And I was able to trust Jesus as my Savior. And I'm here today because you were faithful to give. And Jesus says that experience should be repeated over and over and over and over. That's what our initial welcome to heaven ought to be about. About people we've never seen, people that we don't even know, who are in heaven because we sacrifice some of our financial resources so that missionaries could go bring the gospel to them. In your bulletin is a card that says International Missions Partner. 
Some of you already support missions here at the bridge. But let me encourage some of you to begin to give above your tithes and offerings now. This is in addition to what we give to support the local work of the Lord. But to give to the cause of missions. Maybe God would lay on your heart to give up one of those venti frappuccinos at Starbucks every week. That costs five, six dollars. And over the course of the month, that becomes 20 to 24 dollars. You know what? Missionaries can do with 20 to 24 dollars. Do you know that you can educate a child in Haiti for that amount of money? See, let's give. I want you to take this card. I want you to pray about it. I want you to pray, God, what would you have me to give towards missions above my tithes, above my offerings? What would you have me to give particularly to the cause of spreading the gospel so that I can be fulfilling? the commission that you gave me as a believer in Jesus Christ. Bridge, we've only begun to reach our world for Christ. We have so much more we can do if we're willing to go, if we're willing to pray, and if we're willing to give. Would you bow your heads with me? Father, thank you that you have allowed us to be the bridge. And that's where it comes from. It's your power. It's not us. There's nothing special in any of us. It's only that you have empowered us to make a difference in this world. And Father, help us to take seriously your commission. It was so important. It was Jesus' last words. And I know that Jesus chose his last words before he ascended back up to be with you very specially. They were not random. They were not just random thoughts. This was his passion given from you because it's your passion that no one will perish, but everyone will come to repentance. And now you have entrusted me, you have entrusted every person here today with that message. Right now, you're calling somebody to go on one of our next missions trips. I don't know who it is, but I know you're doing it right now. Lord, I pray that man, that woman, might answer that call and say, like Paul did. Paul just said, all right, here I am. I'm going. I'm going to Macedonia. You called me. I'm going. Pray that others here, we might bond together and not, not just say we're going to pray, but actually do it. Put this, this list on our refrigerator. Put it someplace in our car where we're going to see it every day. And we'll remember to pray for these amazing servants who have answered your call to leave the life that we enjoy every day, to go to some other land, to be there on a permanent basis, to share the gospel over and over and over again. God, help every one of us to be willing to give, to sacrifice something, to support these amazing people. And help us here at the bridge to, to support more and more missionaries and support them with more and more resources so that when we stand before you, we can have satisfied that great commission that you have given us to take the world, take the gospel into all the world. For your glory and honor, in Jesus' name we pray, amen.